So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first? Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Who Talks First. I'm one of your hosts, I'm CT. I'm your other host, I'm Solo. And this is our solo extravaganza. <gasps> Extrav- <sighs> Exologanza. I hate that I have the, the handle. You solo. chose this. This was the fate decided before for you. Before I knew of Star Wars. <laughs> I, you were solo before Star Wars. Good 43 years ago, yep. you were solo. Uh-huh. You were just a twinkle in your mother's uterus. And you were still solo. I was the only egg there. I was solo. <laughs> you were all the other egg brethren. That's not true. I have a brother. <laughs> like, your mother definitely had other eggs. Nah. It was just me. This is the best way to start off this podcast. Hi, guys. Did you miss us? I know. They probably were just crying week to week to wonder what we were up to. So it's been a while. Uh, I-, I will fully admit the reason why we didn't do a podcast last week was because I didn't want to. I mean, you'd been doing a lot of traveling. Yeah, and and I it was Force Friday, so we'll tell you we'll do a little like story time for Force Friday because the solo Force Friday was happening. Yes, and I love toy hunting. It is a, one of my favorite pastimes because I like toys. And if you've seen our YouTube video, even though it's pretty dated by now, of what our apartment looks like, <laughs> it, we have a lot of toys. It's definitely still like relevant. Just things have changed, and we've gotten more toys. Oh uh, yeah, I should say it's. If you thought that was a lot, you should see just, us now. You should see us now. We're we're glowing. So, unfortunately, in uh, where we live in California, toy hunting yeah. is not fun no. because we live in the land of scalpers. Yeah. So I went to Target first thing in the morning because that was the store that opened up first, and the Target here opened up at eight. So I was the first one in, and well, at this time. I'll give you the prerequisite because this is going to be the story about the 10-inch Porg Pop. Yes. The saga. At this time, I didn't even know that Porg Pop existed. So clearly, I don't need it. Mm-hmm. But when I found out about it... Now you need it. N- now I needed it. So I got in... I was the first person in Target. There was actually no one else there. Not so, for First Friday stuff. Not for First Friday stuff, yeah. So I got my pick of the litter at Target, and I got the vintage Kylo and Ray like Kenner dolls, and I got the Porg uh, Black Series, the little mini ones that <laughs> you can basically cute. put anywhere. They're very cute. And now those are like impossible to find, which was so funny because Damn. when I, I wanted them, I know they'll, I, they'll release. They definitely will be. There's no way they're not coming back because yeah, there was no one there for Force Friday. Mm-hmm. There was one man who came later. Mm-hmm. And there was one man that also might have been there for Force Friday, but he wasn't grabbing anything. And it's what's interesting about Force Friday here, everyone thinks you're a scalper. Like, you have scalper brethren. So, like, people with, for me, I was going through the vintage dolls. Because at first, the only, the vintage figures, and the only two that they had on display were Snoke and Jin. I shouldn't say on display, but those were the ones in the front. And the rows behind them of everybody else. And I didn't really need either of those. But then when I'm walking away, I saw, like, the red of Kylo Saber. And I was, like, behind him. I'm like, <gasps> so I go up and I get the Kylo one out. And the man next to me helps me start digging through them. And he gives me, there was two Kylos in that pile and there was two Rays. Mm-hmm. And he, like, gives them both to me. And he's like, now you have two of each. I'm like, I don't need two of each. I only need one. I only need one. These are for me. Uh-huh. 
And I, I would have gotten more porgs, not to sell, just to put everywhere, if I would have known how quickly they were going to go. Right. But... Because there's something hilarious about having 12,000 porgs Little mini porgs. And we have very stupid senses of humor. Like, yes, we, we have... I think four <laughs> copies of the Phantom Menace cast in framed picture frames around our house. Like it's right when you walk in, it, there's one right there. There was one over our mantle, pl- or our, our mantle. Uh-huh. We have a lot of these because just because we think it's funny. It's hilarious. We think we're hilarious, and that's why we have a podcast. And some of you guys must agree because people listen sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. That's all I need. Yeah. It's just a little bit of validation. A little validation. <laughs> So, after Target, and I checked out there, I only got those three things, I went to Box Lunch, and there was this uh, pretty big line, probably like nine people outside Box Lunch, and it was an hour and a half before it was supposed to open, and I'm like, I'm thinking everyone's here for Solo. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything else was coming out. So, I'm like, crap, all I want is that fuzzy Chewbacca. This is all, that's the only pop that I want. Again, I didn't know about the giant pork pop yet. Right. And you're like, this is the box lunch exclusive. Yeah. This is what everyone's here for. I'm not going to be able to get one. Yeah. So I got, I get in the line, and to my luck, they opened up an hour and a half early, mm-hmm. which I didn't know was going to happen, but I was like, thank God. So I only had to wait in line for five minutes mm-hmm. because I was like, I don't think I'm going to wait an hour and a half for box lunch to open. But so I know box lunch sometimes opens yeah. early because it did for last first Friday, yes, but not an hour and a half, just an hour. But mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll wait a half hour. So I go in. And the man is like, okay, Incredibles pops are this way, Star Wars pops are this way. I'm the only one here for Star Wars. Everyone else is here for the Incredibles. So I go and get my Chewbacca pop. So I'm like, thank God, that was done. Easy. Done. And I get in line and I'm second in line. There are two Violet from the Incredibles chase pops there. They're behind the counter. So I'm the second in line. I, for the checkout line, I... Could have been the person who got them, mm-hmm. but the the everyone here was scalpers. You can you can tell when they're scalpers because sure they they're grabbing the exact everything. Same the exact people. same people are always there. Yeah, who are grab armfuls, five of each pop. They have their whole family there. They clearly so they came together. Yeah, yeah. So there's one person ahead of me. He gets one of the violet pops, and I could have gotten the other one, but the man behind me freaking cussed me out in. He yeah, got pretty close to being threatening, not so much to me, but to the cashier man. Uh-huh. For, because he was saying, no, she's the second in line. She can get it. And she's like, and he's like, no, that fucking belongs to me. Uh, and I didn't want to swear. Uh-huh. Turn it, we swear on this podcast. I'm trying to be better about the swears. And so I'm kind of terrified here. I'm literally just here for Chewbacca. And uh-huh. if I wasn't kind of afraid, uh-huh. I would have just bought it from, like, been like, nope, I want it. I wish I would have been there. I wish I would have been awake. Yeah. I, if I wasn't alone, uh-huh. I, I might have done something uh-huh. because he was really pissing me off that mm-hmm. he was that, like, angry and swearing at me and yelling mm-hmm. at me. And I'm like, I'm here for Chewbacca. I am here for- Also, you're getting so defensive because you know what you do is shitty. Yeah. You know that scalping toys is, is shitty. Yeah. You're taking these from- a lot of, like, toys are meant for children. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm an adult and I buy them, but that's why I don't scalp them. And I don't get, sometimes I'll get more than one just, like, to keep one in the box and one out of the box. Mm-hmm. Or, like, if I'm like, oh, it might get ruined, I'm scared. As a safety net. Because I definitely have two of the Forces of Destiny, mm-hmm. like, Ray and Kylo sets, but... But, like, 
I'm not buying armfuls and then being like, hey, I'm going to put them online because these are hard to find mm-hmm. and take advantage of like some parent who wanted to get these for their children or something like that. Yeah. It made me mad. So I ended up actually getting out of line, even though, again, I was the second one in line. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting out of line because I was actually kind of scared and uh, just went and browsed Box Lunch for a while and looked at the other pops then checked out with Chewbacca and left so that was like my first friday and then later that night that's when i learned because you you joined me at hot topic i did and there did you end up getting you didn't get anything did you i don't remember hot... i think we just looked at stuff no i didn't yeah so no. we did no. did we not get hot did we not get solo stuff though oh no that was the day before where you bought your your ship shirt Oh, my ship shirt, yeah. Yeah. Because Hot Topic, for those of you who don't know, have a, has a really nice Ray and Kylo tank top. Yep. So, heads it's, up. It's good. It's some good shit. But yeah, the Han Solo stuff was cute, but we didn't end up buying anything. Later, so then later that night, I learned about the giant pork pop. Target exclusive. And there were some shipping delays. There were some weird things happening about the street date. Some Targets released them early. Some didn't have them yet. I just found out about it. For fucking this Funko. is a life-size porg. So, m- this means... I will stop at nothing, including full tank of gas, to get it. And I actually, I got very frustrated to the point where I almost cried. Uh-huh. I didn't cry, but I almost did. So, I go to our Target. This is before, there's a site that you can check that will tell you if Target has it in stock, like mm. which Targets have it in stock. It's a third-party website, and it's actually pretty reliable-ish. Mm. And I didn't know about it yet, so I went to our Target, I went to Glendale... They didn't have either of them. And I'm, again, I was the first person in Glendale on Forge Friday. So but if they had them bad. out, but it wasn't out yet. Yeah. I'm not sure if they had put them out early or if they just hadn't gotten them yet. Probably the latter. Yeah. They probably hadn't gotten them or the person who's supposed to stock that shelf just wasn't in yet. Yeah. So <laughs> I was just kind of mad that if it had been out when it was quote unquote supposed to, I would have easily, I, if I would have seen it, I would have bought it. Right. Well, same with those vintage things and same with the porks. I actually didn't know about those. And so those were things that I bought because I'm like, oh, I Cute. want these. So they weren't there at Burbank or Glendale, which is where we live close to. And so then I find out about this one website that will tell you where it has it in stock. There's one in Eagle Rock, which is also very close to us. Go there. It says it has it in stock. And I talked to the guy and he was very mean to me. He's like, no, we don't have it. And I'm like, he's like, yeah, it's ringing up like we have it. We don't have it. And I'm like, do you have any idea when? No, I don't know. Mm. I'm like, okay. Well, there's two more that say have it in our area. I'm going to call first, though, mm-hmm. to make sure. So I call one. Prob- rings, rings, 10 minutes. Rings, rings. I try again. No one answers. And it, the website refreshes like three hours later and it's sold out. So I would if I would have just gone... Mm-hmm. You could have. I could have gotten it. Mm-hmm. So then there's the last one in our area, which I mean, last one in not crazy driving distance time. So I call them. I'm like, do you have this? And they're like, oh yeah, we just, we, I just got out of the back. We found it. And I'm like, can you put it on hold? I'm coming right now. And she's like, no, I can't put it on hold. You're like, but I need to drive a half I, hour to get, get there. there. And if, it, if I drive a half hour to get there and it's not there. Gonna be pretty pissed. Gonna be pretty mad. And so the reason why I'm so mad about this one is because it was in the back when I called about it. Yep. They only brought it out to the front when I called about it. Yeah. And that's when they sold it. Yep. So. Which is really shitty of them. 
Because yeah. as a person who's worked in retail basically their entire life, mm-hmm. as someone who's worked in a comic book store, and who's someone who's just like, you know, I just, I just, if someone calls and you're like, yeah, no, store policy, we can't put it on hold. But you still like, you're still like, you're on the phone, you're like, well, we can't put it on hold. Mm-hmm. And then the person's like, but, and I'm like, but. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I can hide it for you. Yeah. Yes. Just come, and then here's my name, mm-hmm. and call me, and I'll come get it for you. Yeah. Like, it's not that big of a deal. And I know, and I'm not someone who gets paid more than minimum wage, either, <laughs> at these jobs. But I'm like, that's the, like, the little stuff that you can do for the person who's trying to, like, trying so hard to get something. You're like, okay, you know, I'm busy, but I can still do this. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. It's really not. So unfortunately, we were we're out of luck in this area. And another reason why that made me angry is that, I mean, I was going on a Twitter rampage, mm-hmm. and because that's what I do best is rampage on Twitter, and people were like, "That's weird," because my target would put like mine on hold. I'm like, what? Yeah, it's probably just because of the scalpers. Yeah. Honestly. So, and people even in Southern California. Oh. Not in our area, but oh. like more south. So, but I think because we have all the studios here, I think, like, I don't know why. I think we're just, like, prime Scalper Central. We are. We haven't actually gotten any more our area. I'm still checking just for funsies, mm-hmm. but areas, like, near Anaheim have gotten them. And meanwhile, we're from Michigan. <laughs> this are. is how we got our First Friday stuff last year. Is your mom got it for is us. Is my mom going get it for us. In Michigan. So, uh, she, I called her, I'm like, okay, mom, our target says they have them, can you check for me? And- Thankfully your mom is the type of person who also loves this hunt. Oh yeah. She loves scavenger hunts, so, or like, I call them scavenger hunts. I mean, basically. They're basically scavenger hunts. So she was like, I'm on it. And (laughs) she was able to get one easily, and my friend Brenda was able able to get, get one too. So, we're in the clear! We're in the clear with the Porgs, and thank God for Michigan, am I right? Just be born in a state nobody cares about Star Wars in. Or no one cares about toy collecting in. Because clearly Southern California Just live in a state where nobody has hobbies. Yep. Which is Michigan. Yep. There you go. They just- it's just cold there. It's just cold and people drink and watch TV. Mm Mm-hmm. The end. That's it. I guess hunt. I guess a lot of people hunt. And we're in the north, though. Yeah. We're, we're, we're southern Michigan. They, but they go up north to go hunt. That's true. That's what my stepdad's doing right now, but he's fishing. Fishing. He's fish hunting. <laughs> hunting them fish. Yep. Um, anyway, so we have a happy ending. The porgs are not in my hands yet, but... But they're, they, they are they on are your way. They are on their way. They will, yep. I will eventually own them, so that's the happy ending. <laughs> so the main heart of this podcast is... is scalpers us. are the worst. Yep. They are the worst. And this is a good segue because... Smugglers. Smugglers. Han Solo. Han Solo. Perfect. So, we're going to break this podcast down into two more parts. Basically, the long heart soul of this podcast is going to be us talking about uh, Solo, because the newest trailer dropped a couple, two weeks ago, a week ago. So, it's been a while. We yeah, haven't talked about it yet. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about that. And also, I read Last Shot. And that's going to be the end of the podcast, because I will, I won't be, I guess I, I'm probably going to be a little spoilery, mm-hmm. so if you don't want to listen to the spoilers, you can cut out, you can cut out the end. So, the Solo <clears throat> movie. Solo movie. And a little, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Background? Nope. I don't like, know. Like, warning. 
but not a warning. Yeah, we could say warning. A little, yeah. but it's not even like a warning. It's just like a transgression. There's a word I'm thinking of. Like a pre-something. Prerequisite. Is that a prerequisite? <laughs> Please watch Rogue One before watching this. Uh, a little warning. We do not care about the Han Solo movie nearly as much as we do, like, the sequel trilogy. Oh, Precursor. Precursor, thank there you. you. Um, I needed the context. Yeah. Got it. So, when we do breakdowns and stuff, it's not going to be as in-depth, frame-by-frame, mm-hmm. deep, as we probably want it to be, just because it's it's not there. Yeah, we're just not as excited for this as we are the main trilogy stuff, or even, Ro- we were really excited about Rogue, Rogue One. And... So something hasn't totally clicked with me caring a lot about it yet. I actually do think it looks really good now, though. This second trailer mm-hmm. made me more excited. I'm excited but. to like. I'm excited to see it. I I'm am also scared to get burned. Oh yeah, I've been I've been hurt. <laughs> and I think it actually looks really fun and really good. Just my enthusiasm mm-hmm. to like dig it apart like isn't isn't it there as much? Mm-mm. So. Where do you want to begin? At the very beginning, it's a very good place to start. Yeah, we can we can go like with each character and kind of think, say what we think's gonna happen with them. Do you want to start with the smaller characters and lead up to Han? Or? Sure, sure. Yeah, let's start with like I don't know, like L three. Okay, L three. L three is in last shot, so I know a little bit more about her. Mm-hmm. Not a ton. But I know a little bit more about L3. I think L3 is going to be a fun <laughs> character. I'm mean, very excited for our first, like, female-coded droid. Yeah, because, like, we know that they existed, and, like, technically Obi-Wan's R2 unit was, but, but we never really... One that had, like, a... Personality. Feminine personality mm-hmm. that had a, like, girl voice. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's it. Sounds like Phasma a little bit. Yeah, it's funny. I think it's just because I'm watching a solo, like, a, a Star Wars trailer, but, like, when she speaks, I'm like, is that Gwendolyn Christie? I know it's not. Yeah, I know, yeah, it's absolutely not, but it... But it's, like, it sounds like that, and it goes to that weird, like, voice processor that, like, the it sounds like the helmets that I'm like, sounds like Phasma. And when I read, or I, I'm li- I listened to Last Shot, uh, the actress who read uh, L3's lines... She also read the Phasma book, oh. so it is, like, oh. it's super just, like, I'm like, ah, oh, Phasma! You're oh, like, boy. Uh, just reading for that. But do you think L3 is gonna die? Do you think L3 is gonna live? Because oh, L3's man. not around, Yeah, so. L3 isn't around. I didn't even think about that. It's it's really interesting because in there's some parts in Last Shot that mention L3, like, in the, in the future... But they don't ever reference her really, like, what she's doing or if she's still around. So, like, if she could be, she may not be. Huh. Honestly, especially because, like, thinking about droids dying, like, I never think of that because, like, even Rogue One is the perfect example where we're like, they're all gonna die. And then K2SO gets got and you're like, wait, what? What? The droids are always safe. That's Star Wars law. I, I even have that law with the sequel trilogy. If anything permanently happens to R2, 3PO. Mm-hmm. BB-8. It, not allowed. Or even, like, even Chewbacca's not a droid, or even Chewbacca. I'm like, no. These are things that can... These are things that have to remain untouched. Yeah. They they can be fine mm-hmm. forever. So... Maybe something just goes bad and she splits off from Lando. I don't want her to die. Who knows? Who's going to betray? Because, like, the opening... The opening... I'm feeling more and more confident about Kira right now. <laughs> like... 
I like your face. You can't see your face, but it was a good face. It was the knife cat face. So we'll go a little bit into Kira, because at first, and admittedly, I was really afraid of her character, because I was super afraid she was going to be this, like, pre-Leia character that, like, would die tragically, and Han yep. loved her, and he was like, I'll never be able to find someone like her again. Yeah. Which, I, I'm I like, mean, it still could be. It still could be. I'm but... just feeling more confident that it's not going to happen yes. that way. Because, one, in this new trailer... Tobias Beckett, Woody Harrelson's character, is like, just think everyone's going to betray you. That's how you don't get hurt or yeah. something like that. And you're like, good! I think he says something like, if you go into it expecting someone to betray you, that's how you... I don't know, I can't something, remember. But something along, along those that. lines. And you're like, betrayal! I'm very intrigued. Good. Because, uh, I mean, I think Tobias will clearly be one of the people who betray him because... yeah. And Kira, I, I'm hope I don't want to say I'm hoping, but I think Kira will be the other one. But I am hoping. Han screws over Lando. Yeah. That's why Han's so afraid to go there. Yeah. Is because he's like, fuck. The last time we were together. I fucked him I, over. I screwed him and over. we were kind of friends. Yeah. Because, I mean, even in, for them to still have, like, a rapport later on in life, which we know that they do. Mm-hmm. How would, I mean, yeah, you can be forgiving, but there's still, like... A certain suspension of disbelief that you're like, okay, well, they they can't be that mad at each other because they're still, yeah. If it was like a double crossing with like a bet or like Han with using like loaded dice or something, I can see Lando being like, well, we're all scumbags, so it, whatever. But yeah, this is hard. It's hard not talking about last shot because we are getting some context mm-hmm. because Han does mention that he won the Millennium Falcon, right. quote unquote, fairly, yeah. like. Hmm. Yeah. Like, that's... It's, it's gotta be something that, like, they were like, well, okay, we all cheat. Yeah. And uh, the line of people that we are and the line of work that we do, we cheat. We're... I'm mad about it, but whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and nothing, like, serious. Yeah, so I think... I think I'm feeling more comfortable with Kira's character and her character arc. I just didn't want her to be this, like, fridged character that was meant to represent mm-hmm. Leia and... Han moping because he will never find anyone like her again, which kind of cheapens Leia, mm-hmm. and but if she ends up being this, like, femme fatale, and this is where we're going into theory territory. Yes. Because I don't necessarily 100% believe this theory, but I want to. But. I want to. I am subscribed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm th- subscribed in the bell. I've hit the bell, too. Oh, you've getting, you're getting alerts. You're getting email alerts yep. twice a day. I'm like, please. No ads. <laughs> is that Kira is potentially, uh, uh, I don't know what's her name, Enfisnest, Enfisnest, or yep. one of the Cloud Riders. Mm-hmm. I think, I, I'm gonna, this is a great top quality podcast. I didn't write any notes for this one. That's fine. So... Uh, I think her gang is called, are the Cloud Riders, and a lot of them actually look like they have feminine bodies. Mm -hmm. So, if we have this, like, crew of lady pirates, or at least where it's, like, actually evenly split, that'd be great. It's funny how, like, something that looks like maybe it could be 50-50 looks strange. Yeah. And you're like, oh, no, okay, that's most of the world. The- the fact that it surprises me that a bunch of masked characters could be female, like a bunch of the yeah, what does that say? bandits like could be female, it kind of just tells you that the standard, when you see something that you don't know, you're like, oh man. Default. 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 It's the default man. Yep. 
And so we got this uh, trading card leak that said Enfys was a... I'm, I'm going to say Enfys, but I don't really know if that's how you say her name. Mm. Um, is female. There's a chance that that trading card's wrong, and we'll just walk in that movie and I'll be severely disappointed. Yeah. Oh, God. There's so many chances to be burned in this movie. I know! I was looking at her pop figure, and I was like, I want to love you so much, but I can't That yet. was the only thing I, I like, almost bought. Like, I was like, ah, you look- I, I have to you wait. You could be so cool, but you could also be awful. That's why the only one I got was Chewbacca. I know I'm safe with Chewbacca! Yeah. And he's just got cute little goggles He's on. got goggles! He's so cute! Kira, too, where you're, like, looking at her and you're like, ugh. The pop is really cute. Her outfit's really cute, but... Because what I would love so much is that if Kira was this, like, femme fatale, and they said in the EW uh, articles that she kind of works with the system Mm -hmm. instead of against it, she's still, like, a crime person, but she kind of works alongside of it. Mm -hmm. And so she has this persona where she... This, like... Like, together persona where she's almost politician-esque kind of screw-over kind of personality... But then she has this, like, cool vigilante uh, persona, like, at night. Yeah. Where she kind of goes, like, wreaks havoc on shit. So yes. she'll, like, set things up in this classy way in her femme fatale, like, persona. But then at night, she's like, great, goes in with her pirate gang. I think that would be... That would be amazing. So cool. But again, it's not just keeping like, my hopes up for that. It's just, like, beautiful mesh of, like, Batman and Catwoman in oh. one character. Where you're like, yes. And I, I want a cool female villain. Me too. Because, like, obviously, I love Kylo, and I think Kylo is the best Star Wars character that, in terms of, like... Because he has depth, and I like so much depth. depth. And so I'd really like this really cool arc for her, but we have we have no promises. <laughs> we have no, like, backing behind that besides, besides what ooh. we want. And also, and, yep. name meanings. Yes. So we know the name Kira means light Mm -hmm. and the uh, name enfis mean i don't want to say Mm -hmm. mean means rainbow Mm -hmm. and and what is rainbow besides reflected refracted light i i messed that up but the the point still stands yeah and in last shot maz maz is in it maz is talking to han and they're talking about what name what names mean Mm -hmm. and Ma says, "Ah, oh, there's always something there. Like your name, Han Solo. Like you, it's it's part of you. What your name means, it's you." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "My name means something, something, something." So, mm-hmm. name definitions. And we're like, is that potential foreshadowing? I hope so. I hope so. This is not a theory I'm banking on because it's, we really don't have any. But it would be such a cool story. It'd be so cool. And like, as someone who creates OCs, often I'm constantly like. On that, like, name meaning, like, thing online where I'm like, okay, I need to find a name that I like that means this, that's gonna represent the character, and then from there the character will grow. Yeah. I'm the same way, though. I'm like, names are important. Mm Mm-hmm. And speaking of Zohar Gang, Cloud Riders? Sure. Mm -hmm. I I really wonder if they have anything to do with Cloud City. That would be... It'd be dope. It would be dope. If they're just the, the gang that runs around Cloud City? I wonder if we'll go to Cloud City, um... If we'll go to Bespin at all. Because learning how Lando ends up being barren of that. Question. Answer. Where does Ben grow up? Chandrilla. Damn. 
Was, were you thinking Bespin? I was, like, kind of hoping that maybe they were in, Cloud, like, Cloud City, and I was like, and then he sees the aesthetic of these, like, <laughs> this gang, and he's like, that's my OC, Kylo Ren! <laughs> this is my aesthetic! No, he grows up on Chandrilla, which is Mon Mothma's planet. Oh, okay. So, I mean, that's where the Senate is, so that's why Link there, Leia's there. Makes sense. So, I would like to, I'd really like to see Cloud City, and it would be interesting to see if that gang... And maybe Lando has some involvement with them. Mm-hmm. If that's how Lando and Kira know each other, Kira and maybe know each other, oh. or something around that line. Mm, I like. Or this. if that's how Lando can kind of takes over Cloud City. What are these pirates doing? There's some. There's some really cool stuff that could be happening here. It could be happening. But I don't want to get excited about it until I see the movie. I'm, I'm pretty good about changing my opinions about films. I will say that. As, if there's one thing about myself, is I can go into a movie thinking I'm going to hate it and actually come out loving it. I'd rather go into a movie thinking I'm going to hate it and be surprised. Oh yeah, same here. That's why I'm just keeping my expectations super low for Han. Mm-hmm. Because if I want it to be, if I go in thinking it's going to be all these things I want and then it's not, I'm going to hate the movie, which could have been a good movie. But because I wanted something different out of it, I hated it. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, expectations low, 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 and then we'll just see what the movie gives me. Yeah, like me with the Cinderella live action movie, I I thought I was going to be like, it's passable at best. And I was so determined that I was not going to mm-hmm. like it at all. And it's by far my favorite live action. I didn't Disney think I was going to like Coco, and I loved Coco. I... <laughs> Side tangent. Let me tell you about watching Coco because I I just watched Coco, uh, which is a few ins- weeks ago. Still insane. To me. I know. I just didn't want to cry because I was like, and I... you loved it, and you would keep talking about how much you loved it. And I was like, please. I'm watching on the airplane, and the whole time I'm ready to text you to tell you that this I hate this movie. You were I, like, how I was dare so you? Ready. Just because if you haven't seen Coco by now. There's a character that may or may not die, and it really, or perma-die, mm-hmm. and it really seems like they're about to perma-die because of a lot of, like, miscommunication and stupid mistakes. Mm-hmm. And if that character perma-died... I mean, I also would have hated the movie. I would have been so mad. <laughs> I mean, I saw the good dinosaur. I know Pixar can F up. Yep. And so I was so ready to be like, I hate you. But then it was all... That it was so perfect, and everything worked out beautifully, and, and it was just, so good. And then you just keep crying. <laughs> you just, you're crying because you're scared, and you're crying because you're angry, and then you're crying because you're, you're happy, so happy. And everything works out so well. It, that was such, it was such an aces movie. Yep. Good job, Coco. Anyway, where where were we? Just going into movies you think you're not going to like. No, yeah. So so it's better that I'm we I'm very are... prepared. Like, I like, again... I'm very prepared to be able to change my mind. Yes, I'm, absolutely. I'm not like a very stubborn, quote unquote, fan. Where nah, I don't think I am. Yeah. Either like I. That's why I'm like yeah no I could go. I, I can have this. my I can have my mind changed with good arguments, and or just good movies. It, speaking of like things that are just immediately good about Solo, the music, mm-hmm. phenomenal. Ob- and obviously the costume soundtrack. design too, because mm-hmm. we've been talking about like character designs and, like, Enfys and stuff, and, like, Kira has a lot of really good outfits. Yeah. And, like, I'm like, okay. Character design, like, outfits, and sound. I think are definitely... Oh, man. I really hope them... The trailer music is amazing, clearly. I really hope the rest of the music is just as good, because I will buy the soundtrack, because... Damn! It's aces. Uh, let's talk a little bit about 
Chewbacca, the one character that I personally love that they did this, is that in the trailer, they were like, is Chewbacca gonna survive? You're like, guys. Yes. We we know three things. Lando, Han, and Chewbacca. They good. We know that, guys. I know that they're played by different people. But they're definitely still. We do, I mean, we can basically assume that the life debt situation happens in this movie. Yes. That would be one of the things that if it was not in this movie, I'd be like, what the f- Why? Why did you make this movie? <laughs> like, come on. We have, we have two things that we, probably even more, but right now I can think of two things that we know have happened in the past that I know we want to see. One, Han winning the Millennium Falcon. Yep. Two. The life debt. The life debt. Uh, we might, well, we saw another Wookiee in the trailer. Yep, because I was wondering if that was going to be some of Chewie's family, maybe. Yeah, people are maybe uh, speculating his wife. His wife, okay. Mala. Which Mala hasn't been, I don't, maybe not. I know Lumpawaru right. is, was brought into canon. I read that book. But I don't remember if Mala was mentioned, which Mala was Chewbacca's wife. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if she's mentioned in Life Debt at all. I know Lumpy is. Good old lumps. Lumpy. Lord. I can't believe they were like, yeah, let's just, let's, yeah, that's his name. <laughs> well, to be fair, new canon, they call him Lauru, which is much better. That's a lot better. Okay, good. Yeah. No, that Christmas special is Lumpy. Yeah. But his full name is Lumpa Wauru. Okay. So they call him Wauru. Very good. Because I'm like, Good Chewie's job, Chuck cute. Windig. That was a good decision on your part. Very good. Because, like, yeah, Chewie's a little, like, you know. It's a little juvenile, but it's not lumpy. No. You're like, ah, chewy, like, chews stuff. That's, like, something that you would... Lumpy is just a mean thing that Mm -hmm. you call people. And to be, like, Chewbacca is a person, but Chewbacca, the concept of Chewbacca, really came from George Lucas sitting in his car with his dog. Right. So he thought it was funny to have, like, a dog as a co-pilot. Right. Chewy. Chewy's become more of a character since then. And you can't call him Baka. (laughs) <laughs> this isn't Japan. <laughs> Damn it! I want Japan to, like, translate Chewie to Baka. That would, just, idiot! And Baka no Baka! Baka no Baka. Because if, like, Han no Baka, like, you're an idiot. Oh, I Han's see. Han's an idiot. He is. Baka though. no Baka. So let, let's talk about good old Han Solo. How, how much do you think we're going to get of his story arc? Of his... Journey. What do you think we're gonna get from Han? You know, I fr- I kind of forgot about this. that he exists. Yeah, I mean, it's. I will say it's kind of like, oh, he's the character I've thought the least about, and I'm not sure it's just because we know the most about him that you're thinking, like, not so much about his journey, or if it has something to do with like how they portray the character himself. But for some reason, he's yeah. like he's the one that I've been thinking about the least. Because in the beginning, we were worried about him being, like, super charismatic and, like, likable. Mm-hmm. And then through this movie, you see him become, like, jaded. So Because I assume uh, s- some of that's going to happen. But I just don't want it to be, like, the Han was, like, happy-go-lucky, like, good guy. Yeah. Who had, like, the the world on his shoulder. That's not the... No. Nope. That's the night The world opposite. was his oyster. The world was his oyster. That's what I meant. The weight of the world on his shoulder is a bad thing. Bad thing. The oyster. Uh, is what I was going for. Yeah, and then I'm, I'm sure it was we're gonna see taken away that. from him, and then because and that's because who he was. Or <laughs> and we're we're definitely gonna get some of that. 
Because he's younger. So, of course, you're going to see the things that, like, made him into a jaded person. Because I'm a hell of a lot more jaded than I was when I was a kid. And this Han's a lot younger than I thought he was. I'm a little bit confused about the age ranges here. I think he's 18. What? Yeah. No offense, you don't look 18. No! Are they all supposed to be that age? Kira's 18. What? At... They're supposed to be these time jumps, so I don't know if that just means at the oh, earliest okay. stage. Okay. I can see that then, because there are some parts in the trailer where I'm like, they look younger. Yeah. that I'm hoping that's the case, but again, I'm a little confused of what they're doing with Han's age, because I will say, I, I listened to Last Shot, I may have just mislistened to this. There's one part where I think Maz is just really bad at guessing ages. Because she says something to Han about 10 years ago that he looks about 18. And I'm like, are you saying that Han, two years after Ben's born, is only 27? Because that's not true. Yeah. At all. That, yeah. Like. Maybe Han just doesn't know human Especially ages. when we're in the, the now stages, Han keeps being like, ah, I have gray hairs and I'm getting wrinkly. And I'm like, 27 year olds, that doesn't tend to happen 37 year olds which is what he about what he should be right that does happen yes but yeah no normally people aren't like (laughs) yeah normally not really complaining about like the your body aging for a little bit longer yeah no and and people aren't calling you like old man at 27 you know yeah because there's another character who's 21 (laughs) in the book Mm -hmm. and they were like uh han and lando were like you were barely even born when the kessel run happened and so they were 21 at the time. So I'm like, that means the Kessel Run happened when Han was like seven? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very confused. I think there was just some confusion, confusion happening there. But I don't, now I'm very confused. Yeah, I don't know. This is real talk, man. How old is Han Solo? If they're supposed to be 18, they did not cast anybody correctly. And, no I mean, offense. Amelia Clark looks... She's very young very looking. Very young, but, but she's in her 30s, so. Yeah. Like, I, I think Kira's probably going to screw over Han. At least that's my... I hope so. That's my hope, and I'd hate to say that I hope that, but I do. I just so badly don't want her to be this pre-Leia, I'll never love again, no one was like her character. It's not even... I don't trust men with love stories. Me neither. And I also don't think it's too much to wish for her to be a villain, because let's be real, no one in this movie is a hero yet. Mm -hmm. Like, Han's a fucking drug runner. Yeah. Lando's a, like, gambler. Smuggler. Like, they're all smugglers. They're They're all not great people. Uh, Tobias, obviously, is not going to be this great guy. And we have Val, which we we know very little about. Yeah, that's true. And... But they're all part of this smuggler gang. They're not all great people. Yeah. And when in the trailer, they're pushing that theme at you. Don't trust anyone. They're all going to betray you. That's the only way you don't get hurt. Yeah. Some shit's going to go down. I just want Kira to be a big bad. I think that'd be so cool. <laughs> Would be. Especially if you spend the whole movie getting to know her and like liking her. And then she's like, aha, mm-hmm. I was the big bad. And I'm like, yes. 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 I, I'm just really excited about these lady pirates. I, 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 or I'm so prepared to love them, but I'm also prepared for them to be phasmid, phasmid. Yeah, I don't want them to be phasmid. We'll see. I want, I want another twist like Frozen, where you were like, 
Hans is the bad guy the whole, whole time. time. You've been cheating this narrative. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that's why I will... <laughs> Tangent. Hans? Hans? Was, well, Han Solo? That wasn't what I was going for. Yeah. But Hans from Frozen was cursed by the trolls. Let me tell you this. Because Hans 100% cheats the narrative. Mm-hmm. And I don't like che- like cheating the narrative because it doesn't make fucking sense. Mm-hmm. And meaning that Hans, like, when he's by himself, mm-hmm. is really sincere. And... That's like, cheating the narrative. That's cheating the narrative. And these are when no one's looking at him. So they shouldn't have these moments. So, the trolls cursed Hans. Because the only time he starts changing is after the trolls sing their song. And they like, get fiancé out all the way and the yeah. whole thing will be fixed. They curse Bam. Hans. That's <laughs> when he becomes a bad guy. This is now the in-depth discussion about how we could fix Frozen. Yep. Yep. Anna learns... That she doesn't need anyone else. She doesn't need outside sorts of sources of love to be loved. And, and Elsa falls in love with Kristoff. And Kristoff falls in love with her because he her loves ice. ice. He's like your ice powers are, are what so make beautiful. you so great. And she's like, I was so afraid of them, and I thought everyone would hate me for them. And he's like, No, nah, man. No, nah, man. They're beautiful, they're and you beautiful. Can create beautiful things with them. And wow, I really like them. And Elsa's like, You love the thing that I hate most about myself. <gasps> yep. This is real talk here. We'll go back to talking about Han Solo now. Yep. Han Solo. So is there anything else you really want to... Uh, cameos. What cameos do you think are showing up? Because I think we're basically guaranteed Boba Fett. Yeah. There was a still in the movie, and I'm not sure if people debunked it. They kind of looked like the slave one. But I'm not sure if people really proved that or not. Of the things I have heard about the solo movie, one of them was, like, surprise, like, cameos that people are going to be excited about. I mean, it would make sense if Boba Fett would be in it. Yeah, sure. I think Boba Fett was probably the main one. I think Sana Staros would be cool, but she's kind of a niche character. That... I want Quinlan Voss. You did. I know. <laughs> oh, you're, just, you're reading Dark Disciple. I'm like, why did that come up? Because <laughs> I'm reading Dark Disciple. <laughs> That's why. Do you think we're going to find out why Han doesn't believe in the Force and why he doesn't like believe like in the Jedi? I mean, isn't it normal for people to like not really believe in them anymore because of everything that happened with the the prequel characters and the whole? Everything? Some people still believe that they existed, though. Or like, oh, okay. I guess Han may he may have believed they existed, but a lot of people I feel like still believe in the Force. But Han's like, ah, it's all horse hooey. You know? Yeah, yeah. I just figured a lot of people, especially underprivileged people, probably believe that way. Mm-hmm. Because the, they- The world they... spins so down on, yeah. on them. Like, Ron Howard tweeted something about, like, he was replying to somebody who was saying, I really like Star Wars, but I really only care about the Jedi slash Sith lore. So I'm not sure about, like, Solo very much. And then Ryan, uh, Ron Howard uh, retweeted it saying, I think you'll still really like this movie. Mm. And so I'm like, does that mean there's going to be some Jedi mm. Sith stuff happening? Huh. huh. I wouldn't even consider it. No. Honestly. Vader, Palpy, any of them? Anything you think any of them are going to show up? Bail Organa? I think Vader will be mentioned. Oh my I don't God. think we'll see him. It won't happen because I don't think... Uh, Jimmy Schmitz will uh-huh. want to, like, cameo in all of these Star Wars movies. What? But if Han ever met Bail Organa, I would be a fucking mess. 
What are they gonna do? CG him so he's younger? No, Jimmy Schmitz is like an appropriate age. This is like, I mean, no, this is before. But like not that long before that, because it's over like six years. I mean, oh, you okay. could only yeah, be like four or five years younger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because when he showed up in Rogue One, okay, no, it's kind yeah. of around. It's that yeah, it's time, so. maybe six, six up to up to six years, maybe a little bit more. But either way, he would have been aged from. Yeah, it's not going to look that different yeah. because once you get a certain age, you just you really look a certain age. They're like, oh, you could be anywhere from thirty-five to forty-five. I don't know, somewhere in there. That's my dream cameo, but I, I'm not expecting that one. Uh, R two and three PO. I mean, they have to be in it. That's They've been star- in everyone. That's Star Wars law, is yeah. that they have to have at least a cameo. They were in row one. And they're with Bail Organa, so... Yeah, it's true. They could just go walking through the street at one point in time. They're like, Hanna's on like- a diplomatic thing at Corellia. Mm-hmm. La la la. Uh, any planet visits that you want? I, I think Bespin and Cloud City would be mine. I want Cloud City. Yeah, because Cloud City's so pretty. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, mm, mm, I don't really have any... Alderaan. <laughs> is Alderaan... No, oh, no, Alderaan's, Alderaan's still, still around. around. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting so confused with timelines now because I'm trying to figure out, like, what age fucking Han Solo is in it. No, I, uh, I don't know. I would like them to go to Alderaan just because I would like to explore Alderaan more because it was supposed to be, like, so, like, beautifully, like, beautiful and, like, culturally rich and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But, I mean, there's really not a lot of reason for them to go there. It yeah. would just be fun. It definitely would be. So, yeah, I, I'm... I'm definitely looking forward to this movie. I'm definitely not in the same letter, level of hype as The Last Jedi. No. It's, it's nice going into a movie that you're not really stressed out about. Um, because, I mean, I was very stressed out about The Last Jedi. In this movie, yeah. I really have no stakes. The only thing I'm worried about is the Kira thing. But yeah. right, even right now, I'm, I'm feeling okay about it. I'm feeling okay about it, but I'm also going to be... The first person to shout that it was terrible if it does happen. Yeah. I'll be walking out of it and like, no, it's gonna be garbage! Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's true. I'm like, I'm feeling more confident, but also if it happens, I'm not gonna be surprised. I'm you know? like, I'm erasing this from canon. <laughs> Just boop, 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 boop. And then you'll never hear us talk about it again, even though every episode you have to say that's your name. Yeah, I'll change it. I'll come up with something new. <laughs> that's what happens. If I get so burned, I'll abandon my Gundam Wing roots because of this movie. Yep. You can just be Chewbacca. I'll just be Baca. Baca. <laughs> I'll be Chewie, you be Baca. There we go. Perfect. Great. Chewie Baca. Uh, so, moving on, I I really, yeah, I thought the trailer was really good. It got it got me hyped. That second one was so much the, better. Yeah, the second one was really good. We genuinely, like, we watched it together and we were, like, genuinely laughing at the... Like, I have a good feeling about this uh-huh. line, and the uh, line about Chewie being 190. Yeah. Like, you look great! 190? You look great. I think this yeah. movie is going to be very funny. At least I hope it is. Yes. Because those little bits were very funny. Were very cute. I I definitely like them. And in, in, it was confirmed that Lando says Han. Which Ham. Han. Han Solo. People were really surprised. They're like, oh my god, he says Han. And I was going to... That was such a given to me. Mm-hmm. That I'm like, there's no way Lando is calling him Han. Right. He's calling him Han. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I hope it's kind of a joke where Han just goes, it's Han. And he's like, what, Han? What's up, Han? And it just kind of becomes like this... Ham. Ham. Ham sandwich. Ham it up. Yep. 
but we'll, we will see. So, I mean, it makes sense. It, it would be a, the only thing better would be if they also have a belt where it's like the Millennium Falcon and the Millennium Falcon. Like, one of them calls it Falcon and one of them calls it the Falcon. The Falcon. And you're like, oh my god. Because everyone just calls everything different in Star Wars. Leo, Nobody Leia, can pronounce anything correctly. Alderaan, Alderaan. Yeah. It's everything. Luke. 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 <laughs> Luke and look. Look. Luke and the chosen one, you know. Finn, F12187. <laughs> <laughs> We're going on a deep dive. Last segment of this podcast is I'm going to talk about Last Shot for a little bit because I really enjoyed this book. And I will be talking about spoilers. And I'm sorry, I kind of already mentioned some spoilers for the book, but just because it's relevant to what we wanted to talk about. So, uh, moving forward, I will be talking about spoilers for Last Shot, which Now it's time for me to leave. Yep. Goodbye! Everyone knows I'm very excited about reading this book. I knew you were going to read it. It- I just knew it. And now you're gonna spoil it for me? You're the worst friend. I know. So I, I did, li- I listened to the audiobook for this, and this is the Han and Lando book, for those of you who don't know. It takes place in three different time periods. Uh, the 15 years ago, 10 years ago, and the now. And the now is when, just to put it in the easiest, simplest terms, now is when Ben Solo is two years old. And the cutest, purest bean. Because he's two. Because he's two. And I will admit the reason why this book has hit me as hard as it has is definitely because of Ben. It's because of Dad Han. It's it because of Dad Han, Husband Han. Yeah. It's because of the, the Solo Organa family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll admit, I didn't. my interest was not nearly as peaked with the 15 years ago Lando and the 10 years ago Han storylines. I mean, they were definitely still alright, because they're setting up why the now story is happening. Mm-hmm. But I definitely admit that I... You were very much living in the now. I was living in the now. <laughs> that is for sure. So the basis of the storyline is that Lando is almost killed by his droid while he's hooking up with his Twi'lek girlfriend. Got it. And uh, they're in towels. This book is extremely sexual. Lewd. Like, no, it's extremely lewd. Yeah? Yep. I I will say this well, I'm mean, more intrigued. We get like legit sex scenes. I mean, they're not like fanfic descriptors, mm-hmm. but you know they're having sex. <laughs> because there's a part where his uh Tweedlick lover even mentions like the touching of the Leku. Thing. I was gonna ask Oh yeah. I was gonna be like, is there Leku touching? Because there is. hell yeah. And it's it's really sensual. I will say this is probably the smuttiest book I've read in the tw- in the new Star Wars canon. Smuttier than Dark Disciple? Yes. Yes. I will say yes. I mean, there are there's definitely some smut in Dark Disciple, but it's really just like the the one mention of it. Mm-hmm. And this one Lando is just so sexual. He's like, I wear all my pants so you can see my bulge. <laughs> Literally, that's a line in the book. Oh my god! And he's like trying to hook up with ladies and. I mean, it's very Lando. Yeah. I mean, that's nothing. Yeah. That I'm surprised at. And I actually I'm just like, sitting here grinning, because I'm like, that sounds very cute. And I'm it, glad this is in a book. Oh, no, it, it was very cute, and I really actually liked the Han Solo characterization, because this is when, so this in his ten years years ago, he's, like, crushing on Sonostaros, and it's so clear she's just, like, not into him, mm-hmm. and she, like, punches him in the face at one point, and he's like, I knew it! She likes me! She Perfect. loves me! It's amazing! 
and I actually do like this a lot. And I, Han was, and even nowadays, Han, when Ben's too, like, of course he's still, like, an asshole. Right. But he's still just so, that just warmed my heart and made me so sad because I really, I think they're handling the solo family dynamic really well of how Han, Han and, and Leia weren't parents who didn't love their son. And they weren't even bad parents. But when you have a psychic child who, <laughs> who knows that you are constantly looking forward to moments that they're not with you. Yeah. You, like, that's how it reads to them. And because there's even parts in the book where... Han, before he leaves, like, is, like, looking around his house and how domestic it is and that he's stepping on blocks because Ben has blocks everywhere. Right. And he's like, I didn't... I this nev- isn't the future I wanted. Yeah, this isn't what I wanted. I want to get out of here. And when so when Lando comes and they leave and there's even a conversation later in the book with Leia and Leia saying, there's times where I'll get to leave and, like... Uh, like I'll I'll be away from Ben for a while and you you will stay with him and there'll be times where both of us get to leave and we'll leave Ben with a sitter. So it's very and not even like there's times where all three of us can go on adventures. There's not that sort of line. It's very much we'll get to look forward to times without Ben. Yeah. Which they don't mean it in the way that we don't love our son and we don't like being with our son. Yeah. But when you're a little small psychic child or like, why do my parents never want to be with me? Or why am I not something they want to be around all yeah. the time? Like, why don't they look forward to spending time with me? They look forward to being away from me. Yeah. And then when they eventually send him away, that's like the permanent solution to like not having to be around him. Yeah. So they're doing a really good job of like that balance of the certain point of view kind of thing. Yeah. Which I think a lot of uh, Star Wars fans in particular have a hard time seeing things from both ways. And there's, there's times where, I mean, like The Last Jedi, with Luke and Ben, where one person really, like, I mean, Luke fucked up, that's yeah. for sure. But Luke was never going to actually kill Ben. Right. So it's kind of this, both are... And, like, Ben could have known that, but at the same time, actions speak pretty loud. Yep. So you can't blame... You can't blame Ben for the way yeah. he reacted. You can't. Weird theory. R2 was there. Do you think R2 has a recording by any chance of what happened? Oh. Like, not but- necessarily, like, Ben and Luke, but, like, what happened when Ben destroyed the temple. Like, that I would say probably. Yeah. Because once stuff started to go down, I could see R2, like, starting a recording. Yeah. To just have. Because I'm assuming he's not recording all the time. No, because that's really what... I, I'm actually really curious if that'll be a thing in 9 be, of, like, what exactly happened at the temple. Because Luke was obviously knocked out. He didn't see mm-hmm. what happened. He just saw woke up and a bunch of people were dead. Yeah. So we can assume that Ben and some of the other ki- students, like, killed the other ones. Mm-hmm. But was there, like, a battle? Was it actually, like, yeah. a like a ruthless slaughter where people... It'll be interesting to see. And that's a good way for them to cheat a little bit and be like, this is how we can show what actually happened mm-hmm. there. Because R2 was just chilling. He was like, hey, I have a recording because it was crazy, man. Speaking of the droids, where are R2 and 3PO? Anyone know? Is this in the comics? Because R2, well, actually, R2 would be with Luke. Mm-hmm. But where's so 3PO? 3PO had that one one-shot where you find out how he got the red arm. But that's, that's still it. not for a long time. Yeah. Because, uh... Why wouldn't he ben, be with Leia? Yeah, no, Ben has another droid taking care of him. And... 
they have two droids. They have like a, a kitchen droid and then a, like a caretaker droid. Yeah, but why wouldn't he be with? I know. I'm kind of sad. It's not three PO. Why is he? Well, because I guess three PO isn't a caretaker droid. He's a translator. Is he working? Is he just? But why wouldn't he still live with Leia? I don't know. Where's was, justice for three PO? Was Han just like I can't? I handle can't. Him. I can't be around him all the time. Please. I mean, I could see that. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with it. But but I could see Han saying that. Yeah. I guess. Maybe maybe they don't want to give three PO and R two like much relationship with Ben at the moment mm. because they don't really know what they want to do with that because maybe. I mean, at one point maybe those the three of them will see each other at one point. And that could it could be a big deal and it could not be a big deal. Mm. Who knows? Because if if R2 ever shows any holograms to Ben, I lost it when R2 showed that hologram to Luke. Every time. Every time. If R2 time. does that to Ben, I'm dead. Yeah. Dead meat. Yeah. A message from his ma'am or something. Yeah. So oh. moving on with Last Shot, uh, the main plot is that there's like this crazy person who wants to combine droids and humans and he thinks droids should rule the world even though he's a person and but he his, wants to be a droid his name is dr gore and if i don't wow. know how i don't know how gore was spelt in the book but if gore was literally spelt g-o-r-e it was probably who was shocked it's probably spelt like g-o-a-r yeah i was gonna say how did l gore spell his name the gore spelled it the same way g-o-r-e so it's still a normal gore well, well, then it's not that weird. Well, no, but Al Gore isn't like, oh, I'm sure to some people he's a villain. But like. Well, that's what I mean. You can't just say because their name is Gore, they're a villain. Dr. Gore? Al Gore! Like, the second they're like, everyone called him Dr. Gore, I'm like, oh, this clearly is a great guy. Right. Wow. And he had such an interest in human anatomy. I'm like, oh, great. Well, maybe that's why they call him Dr. Gore. Well, no, his last name actually is Gore. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, maybe it was just a nickname because he dissects things a lot. No, his last name was Gore. Well, damn. (laughs) He was just doomed to fail. And Lando and Han kind of blame each other for why this character is trying to, like, try to kill Lando. And so they're going off together to try to stop it. And it is, again, I'm talking mostly about the now storyline because that is the storyline that mostly... You care about... They got me a pitter-pattered in the heart because Han missing Leia was the cutest thing in the world. And this is, like, the kind of content I, need, like, I needed from Han mm-hmm. because it was it was him kind of looking forward to leaving. And then once he did, he was like, Please. He was like, I miss my wife. She's so pretty. I want somebody to talk about my day with. And I want her to, to hold me when I sleep. And I want her to hug me. yeah it's like it was really cute that's one of those things where like han is so much of a person who like puts on a front yeah that you're like yeah i can see him being like i'm unhappy being a husband and a dad and then when it's gone he's like wait i like those things too and why can't i have all of these things uh he kind of has this arc with a kid named taka where han kind of a kid named what taka okay not baka no taka who is actually Alderanian, and their parents were killed, uh, like, on Alderaan. And yeah. Taka's this kind of, like, secret agent of Leia's. 
But in the also give moments or Han talks about where Leia is actually grieving Alderaan. And so you get these moments for Leia where like and Han like comforting her and just like knowing when she needs like time to be alone and just be sad. And he's like, I'll go make her tea, and then I'll just hug her, and it'll be okay, and I'll let her cry, and then I'll cry too. And I'm like, it's actually so cute. I'm getting weepy just talking about it, because I had some hardcore solo family feelings here. Aw, that's really cute. Oh, it was so cute. And then um, little baby naked Ben. So (laughs) there's like one of the opening scenes when Lando's there, Ben just like rolling, running around, and... He's like the their Elsie, who's their droid, is trying to give Ben a bath, and Ben just escapes to go see Lando. And he's not wearing any clothes. That's not. Oh, I guess that would have been on Alderaan. Because I was like, that's not Leia's caretaker droid, is it from the Leia book? No. It's, okay. No. That she's cute. she's in aftermath, but um, oh. it's another one. So yeah, she runs. So Ben runs into Uncle Wanwo's arms. Wanwo. And everyone's like, "Hey, big guy!" Like it's it's. It's so cute. I'm hey, like, big guy, wear your pants. <laughs> wear your pants. Don't pee on me. There, I, I do like, there's some Aces parallels of, I think actually it was one of the first chapters in the book with Han and Ben, where Han's asleep, and Ben's just asleep too with his, like, lying halfway across Han's face, and Han's like, thank God, my kid's finally sleeping. He hasn't slept in days. Aces. And then uh, the hologram. This was, like, the preview chapter. Mm-hmm. Comes in and it's Mon Mothma being like, "Where's Leia?" And Ben's like, ah! "Ben's like, ah, I don't like this." And Han's just like, Shh, "Yeah, I finally got this kid to sleep. Why would you do this?" And Han's not wearing a shirt, and so Han like walks out, and Leia's in the talking to like senator people, and everyone can just see Han not wearing a shirt, and Leia's like, "Han, put on a shirt." I'm like, "This is some good." My shirtless solo boys. Yeah, they are. My inappropriately timed shirtless solo boys. And their brunette lovers. Yep. Some good sh- good parallels here. But... <laughs> I'm just so emotional. Little baby Ben, when... So when Han's gone, he, like, they're still, co- like, calling every now and then. And Ben's, like, watching the hollows. And he gets, like, really excited whenever he sees Han. And there's, like, this one little ch- part... Where Ben keeps reaching out to try to touch Han, and he gets really upset when he can't touch him. Oh! And I'm like... Ow! 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 He's like, trying to reach out to touch him, and oh, I can't, and they're like, he doesn't understand how hollows work yet. And I'm like, oh, that hurts. Oh, bad. And so, it was, it hurt bad, and then Leia, when they're signing off, is like, say goodbye to, say goodbye to Dada. And then Ben's just like, come back, Dada. Oh, oh, it really hurts me. <laughs> it was, it was painful. Yeah, that hurt. The Ben Solo bits, Han Dad bits, the Han Leia, all of it. Because they even do a really good job of explaining, like, a message that I keep preaching, and I know <laughs> I'm even preaching about it, is that your romantic partners should make, like, should add something to your life. Should better you. Should better you. And even if, because Han even mentioned, like, Leia can take care of herself. Leia can do all of these things herself. But it's really nice having someone you can just go home to and talk to. And when you don't have anyone else to talk to and share feelings and hug each other and just fall asleep together. It's really nice having that person. That support. That, like, yeah. that support system there. 
Because, like, like, it doesn't make you weak for turning to someone else. Yeah. And I really wish I I had a physical copy of the book so I could read that excerpt because it's so good. And I'm like, this is... This... This is why love stories don't make people weak. Because yeah. this is what, like, the point of love stories are. It was. I wish I could find the excerpt, but it's good. Anyway, it's just good. I think you should read the book. I know I just talked about one very small part of the book. But it's a very good part but of the book. But it's so good. And there's actually, like, there's enough of it that it draws you back in, <laughs> you know? You were like, oh, no, 15 years ago, not again <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah. back. Because there were even parts in the now where the action sequences went for a very, very long time. And when you know certain characters are living, yeah, like, <laughs> they're not going to kill Lando in a book. Yeah. At least not now. Not, not until episode nine is over. Yeah. Like, they're not killing Lando in a book. I knew Lando was fine. I knew Han was fine. Yeah. I didn't know about these other characters, but they were really driving out, Lando's going to die. And I'm like, I, no, he's, no not. he's not. He's not going to die in this book. Spoilers, he didn't die in this book. <laughs> um, it like it. So overall, this book doesn't break top five for me, but it does get very close. Mm-hmm. I will say it's probably at six or seven. Mm-hmm. Um, just not all of it was in my genre because right. clearly this is a an adult book that focuses a lot on the like action, action gun sequences. Yeah. I'm sure. And while there was some really good character stuff. There was definitely a lot of, like... We're very much just characters-driven. That's why I'm like, all my favorite books are all Claudia Gray's. So my top five is all three Claudia Gray books, Rebel Rising, and uh, Inferno Squad. Mm. Those were my, like, favorite ones, because they more focus on, like, the character character journey. And And they do a good job with this one, but they're still... It's still, at times, out of my genre. Mm. So... But I did really enjoy it, and I was weepy over Baby Ben a lot. Ahsoka's not in your top six? Oh, I, I, I'll i say Ahsoka is either that six or seven. Okay. So I'll say those two are interchanging. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm like, because Ahsoka's very much just a character journey, basically. Yeah. I'll, I'll say but that's probably my, that's the six or seven got it. arc for me. As someone who's only read, like, two and a half, <laughs> Ahsoka's up there for me. Nailed it. <laughs> You have to read Bloodline, though. That's the one that I, I will make you read before you die. Okay. Is it, is it Claudia Gray? Yeah, that's Claudia then, Gray. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. No, that, that, because Bloodline's my favorite. Okay. Because one. Bloodline yeah. is fine. It's like, there's stuff in Aftermath, I think, that. Don't bother But with I'm Aftermath. like, I, I can't read that one. No. Don't, you, you've listened to a good portion of Aftermath with I have. me. have. But you don't have to read Aftermath. Yeah. Yeah. The, those ones don't tap out for me. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, I definitely recommend getting Last Shot. If you haven't, no, you, you fucked up. You fucked up everything. My Xbox controller fell. No, we can't play Cuphead anymore. And, yeah, if, if you want some good Baby Ben feels and good Han and Leia feels. Yeah. Good solo family feels. It's nice to see that because, like, we do know they're in love and we do know that, like, they care for each other. But it's also nice to see it because... They don't do a super good job of portraying it mm-hmm. a lot of times, which, I mean, it wasn't a, it wasn't the healthiest relationship, so yeah. it's okay to show those things, too. Like, it wasn't yeah. very good for them, but at times, they were good for each other. Yeah. Which makes sense as to why they were together for so long and why they still care so much for yeah. each other. 
And, like, the reason they ended up splitting, I like, again, part of it was probably their personalities, but I think it was mostly just because they both really blamed themselves for what happened to their son. Yeah, their guilt of And that. so the guilt of blaming themselves of basically they're in a way their son dying mm-hmm. to at least to Han, uh, like drove them apart. It drove them apart. Yeah. Cause it's really hard to be with somebody that when you hate yourself when, when you hate yourself a lot. Yeah. And you're like, it's my fault that you lost your child. I should have done more. Yep. I did this to us and our entire family. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause Han, even at the beginning of the book is like, I, maybe Ben's going to be better off without me. Because he's like, I don't know how to be a husband. I don't know how to be a dad. Mm-hmm. And, like, I bought my kid a toy blaster and Leia was like, Whoop! No, do not give him toy guns! Don't do it! Aww. And he's like, I don't know. Here we go. And so he bought him, like, a toy, like, a Lego thing. Not oh. an actual Lego thing, but, but space Lego thing. And Leia's like, he can choke and die and all of those things! And Hans just like, I want to do nice things. I don't know what to do! What do I give him, Ben? I don't get it! And then Ben almost got killed by a droid. Oops. Oops. The droid that was supposed to take care of him. Yep. <laughs> this is literally just, like, symbolism. Uh, just listening to the book is so cute, because, like, the they'll just make little baby noises for Ben, and he's just, like, running around with a screwdriver, being like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Why is he running with a screwdriver? Yeah, trust me, the droids are like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. Where did you get that? Like, stop it! And then he gets really sad when they take it away, and he starts crying. <laughs> He spends a lot of book crying. I'm he's sure. Upset. He's like, I don't understand. And also, there's this weird mutant man in my head. Yep, there's a lot going on right now. I'm very emotional. Uh, I any- too. Anyway, this was our solo extravaganza. I'll pro- we had a podcast where we literally talked about Baby Ben in the book, but we never used it in Baby Kaiwo voice. Oh my goodness. We never used it. Well, let me see. If there's more Baby Ben, I already talked about most of it. Baby Ben. He was, was just like, I just want screwdrivers and... Yeah. And he's like, I'm just going to cry because he doesn't want my parents to hold me. Oh, he plays with his mama's braids. Oh, we did. Yeah, like Leia's like holding him on one of the things and Ben's just like playing with her brain. And she's like, ah. She's like, Alec kind of hurts. Ben. He's like, shut up. Shut up. You got crazy hair. <laughs> crazy hair day at the Galactic Senate today. I could read like the day-to-day life of Han Solo and Leia and Ben like every day from the time Ben was born to the time they send Ben off, and I would not get bored. A person could write, like, a diary entry every single day. I'm like, eating this shit up. <laughs> every thousands of today, days. Today we made pancakes. Yep. And you're like, yes! And Ben will be really excited, and he'll just throw a bunch of chocolate chips in it. And Han too will be many. like, that's too many chocolate chips. And so Ben's like, here's some more chocolate chips. And then they were like, the pancakes didn't come out well. They were very lumpy, but we ate them anyway. And you're like, GOLD! GOLD! <laughs> 10 out of 10! <laughs> this book deserves an award! <laughs> like, uh, honestly, I can't wait for episode 9 just so we can get more of this filled in. Because mm-hmm. I, I want more of this. At least, hopefully. Because there's also some bits in the book about the droids, because these droids are reprogrammed and to want to kill people. Right. And there was this kind of monologue about the ability to revert to, or to change back to who we were originally programmed to be. Ah, and you were like, and I'm, like <laughs> I'm seeing parallels here. Are these parallels that I'm thinking too into? Probably. We'll see. 
We'll see, but I, I liked it. Anyway, I, I keep trying to end the podcast, but... Sorry, guys. Baby well, Ben. Well, I mean, we had to give them a longer podcast for being gone We've for so long. We've been gone a lot. And this was another episode of Who Talks First. It was. I'm one of your hosts. Well, I'm going to tell you a side story before we end. One more tangent. What's up? Solo aggressively yawned at me to get my attention this <laughs> I did morning. Not! But you did. So I so from my bedroom I can see into the kitchen and I just hear this really loud yawn. And so I look over and Solo's just giving me this evil eye. I was this... not. I was just being sleepy and trying to find you. Because you weren't we were on like, the couch. <laughs> And I look over, and you're just staring right at me with that, like, really long yawn. Pay attention to me! It was such a pay attention to me yawn. You were gone for two weeks. I missed you. I know. Pay attention to me. I think me and you switch off of who's Spongebob and who's Patrick Starrett, like, a lot. <laughs> but it's always like, what do you do when I'm gone? Wait for you to come back? Yep. That's most of my days, and then when I leave for vacation or something... I just sleep on the couch. <laughs> It's a sad life. Anyway, (laughs) thanks for tuning in. I'm CT. I'm Patrick. And we'll see you next time.